Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. And so far we have learned that this body is mortal and it can be destroyed in many different ways. You know, it can be slain, it can be burned, it can be drowned, it can be dried out. But the self in it, the indweller in the body is indestructible. That's basically the gist of everything we have discussed so far. So it says, one who sees that this mortal body to be the self is confused. Therefore, the grieving over somebody's death, Bhagavan said, is futile. Because you're grieving over something which is indestructible, imperishable. Because your relationship with that person was with the indweller in the body, not with the body. We have heard the examples before that when I come to your house, my relationship is with you, the indweller of the house, and not the house itself. So when you move out of that house and some other developer comes and destroys your house, I don't get heartbroken because I know my friend who used to live in that house is safe somewhere. He said the same way When you start seeing this indweller in the body is the one who is indestructible, imperishable, all-pervading, then you will not grieve over the death of this body. Just because I know my friend's house is not my friend, that does not mean that my friend doesn't have any responsibility towards upkeeping that house. Same way Bhagavan said, this relationship, you and your body, is like that of you and your house. Therefore, there is nothing to grieve about when that body dies. That's basically the gist of what we have learned so far. But then, where is the contradiction which I experience in my day-to-day experience? It's in day-to-day experience, I never feel that I am immortal. I never think that I am almighty, all-pervading. So all these teachings is still not my own knowledge. And that's because the basic misunderstanding we have, which one we think that the body has the soul. This body has the soul in it. Swamiji says it is the soul which has this body. Once I change that paradigm, not that this body has the soul, and therefore I'm so protective of my life, that nobody can take my life away. Once I say, my soul has this body, and I may have in past many bodies before this body have taken, and many bodies I may have, 
to fulfill my vasanas which are unfulfilled in this body then i will have a very different perspective about myself he said the seekers who contemplate on this fact which is taught by sages after sages and prophets after prophets that the self is indestructible your very nature is to exist that once you contemplate on that and when you have a glimpse of that reality once you realize that this body is not me this body is my possession at that time of realization it is such an awestruck experience for any seeker so that ascharivat pasyati kaschidenam some get so awestruck by it that they are dumbfounded there are no words to say therefore the silence is the biggest communicator in that state and swami ji very jokingly said there's electrical yoga one that pandit put their finger in the outlet and swami ji said i put the finger there is no words required it's only some expression ah ooh a lot of our chanting the hymn claim which do not any meaningful words in it that just an expression of that experience so ascharivat pasyati kaschidenam some see that experience awestruck by it ascharivat vadati tathaiva cha anyah but some other try to explain that wonderful experience they may succeed in transmitting that knowledge to you or not but they give it a try this is what our sages have done even though that experience inexplicable they made all efforts to explain to us what it is like it is something like niagara falls or grand canyon we still try to describe it to our friends so some ascharivat vadati tathaiva chanya some come back and start to explain ascharivat vachainam anyah shrunoti some just listen with wonder sutva api enam vedana chaiva kaschit that's what we are we have heard over and over and over again from swami ji's and his guru and his guru and his guru and his guru from the lineage of the sages what is the nature of this self however it's not easy to understand none understand we can listen about this we can hear about this but till you contemplate on it and till you experience yourself none can understand it intellect is the only instrument i have right now to understand anything in this world so anything which you explain to me i'll use my intellect to decipher that information and make that knowledge my own but we have heard before from this sages that this knowledge is incomprehensible to the intellect the intellect is the product of our ignorance that ignorance which created this duality between i and the world and created ego 
intellect is product of that duality. So as long as I use that instrument, which is the very product of ignorance about myself, the self cannot be realized. And we have used the Swami Virananda's example over and over again. A battery in a flashlight cannot be seen in the same light of that flashlight. Everything else in the room can be seen through that flashlight. So everything else in this world can be understood by us through our intellect, but not the very source of my intellect, which is the self, cannot be understood. Therefore, Arjuna should not be harshly judged because he is not understanding. Because this, even after hearing it, it is not possible for anyone to understand it. Sritva apienam vedana chaiva kaschit. This is where Bhagavan ends this topic. He has been explaining this topic from the beginning to Arjuna. That only thing you have to understand is this self is indestructible. This body is destructible. You identifying with this body has become mortal. Because your identification is with this body. But your identification should be with the soul which possesses this body. That adjustment you have to make in your understanding of this world. So the next verse literally concludes that topic. We have, so far we have been talking about in various ways. Dehi nityam avadyo ayam. Dehe sarvasya bharata. It is not that the self in the good people is indestructible. It is not that the self in the sentient being is indestructible. It is not that the self in only the highly evolved human being is indestructible. It is indestructible in any being. The easiness of this is, is indestructible. So Bhagavan says, Dehi nityam avadya nityam, always. Avadyo ayam dehe sarvasya bharata. This Dehi indweller in the bodies of all the beings is always, forever, indestructible in all cases, no exception. Tasmat sarvani bhutani natvam sochitum arhasi. Therefore, he said, you should not grieve over the destruction of any being. Not just your cousins and not just your grandparents and your teachers, but any being getting destroyed in this world, you should not grieve over them because the self in them still remains indestructible. We have heard in one of the comments that Arjuna was not concerned about the Akshoni of the Senas getting destroyed. He was only concerned about his cousins and and teachers and relatives. This is what we typically have. We hear the death obituary column in newspaper every day, 365 days a year. Are we grieving over them? No. It's only the death in my family, death of someone I know, someone I relate to, I grieve over that. Just as I don't grieve over all the people dying in the United States every day, I should not be grieving over anything that is getting destroyed in this world. Because the essence of all things and being is everlasting, all-pervading, one existence. 
स्वधर्मम अपि चावेक्ष न विकंपितम अरहसी धर्म्यात ही युद्धात श्रेय अन्यत क्षत्रियस्य न विद्यते नाउ लुकिंग एट इट फ्रॉम ए कंप्लीटली डिफरेंट पर्सपेक्टिव ही सेज इवन लुकिंग एट फ्रॉम योर ओन ड्यूटीज पर्सपेक्टिव सो फार वी हैव सेड दैट बिकॉज द सेल्फ इनडिस्ट्रक्टिबल देयरफॉर यू शुड नॉट बी ग्रीविंग ओवर दिस destruction and death of the beings your own or others now how do i continue working in this world with that understanding bhagwan said even just look at it from a very narrow perspective what your duty is if your duty is to fight this war fight this battle then you should not be grieving over what the consequences would be who gets hurt in the process we obviously know wars are not really very pretty but there are times you have to wage war obama said we'll not go back to iraq ever again this is it is back there right on the cover of economist it say back in iraq because he vowed that we will bring all my troops back we'll leave it to the iraqis to run their country but situation demands that you go back and do what you didn't want to do so if your duty demands something which you think is not conducive from your liking you still have to do that and therefore i say looking at your own duty that you should not waver from performing your actions which your duty i cannot turn pacifist on the day i'm supposed to face my enemies in the battlefield if you wanted to be a pacifist you had all your life before you joined the army to decide that and somebody made you a general so bhagwan said thinking about your duty also you should not waver from performing the actions which are appropriate to your duties dharmyat hi yuddhat shreyaha anyat kshatriyasya na vidyate forakshatriya now coming directly to arjuna forakshatriya there is no greater duty than fighting a righteous war so he said from any perspective even from the most philosophical perspective from a cosmic perspective or from a very narrow perspective there is never a exception in performing your own duties once you have taken that role there is no escape hatch for not performing your duties so you must perform your duties that was the message om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhavet शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ